Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, Pet Place peeps, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Hewlett, and I hope you're enjoying your long weekend by spending a lot of playtime with your animals. You know, pets love to play with their people, and they love toys. But if your pets are like mine, you know how fast pet toys can get destroyed. To help with this problem, I've invited Steve Lurs to the show to talk about his super-strength bionic pet products. Then, after our halftime break, Bill Converse will be stopping by to talk about how pet allergens can be kept under control. This is a really important topic to all of us at the pet place because one of the major reasons people give up their pets is because someone in the household is allergic. We'd like to ensure that all pets get to stay with their families forever. So Bill should be able to give some great advice to allergy sufferers who are thinking there are no adequate options out there for living with pets. These are all great topics, so keep your radio tuned to the Pet Place on K-Mozart, and we'll begin after a very quick message from the station. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I'd like to welcome Steve Lurs, the founder of Bionic Pet Products, to the show. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Good, Marie. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, and I'm pretty excited to talk to you. You have a special line of pet products that are super tough, I'm uh, guessing, by the name, Bionic Pet Products. Yeah, we actually have a line of newer, I mean, we've been on the market for about a year, uh, virtually indestructible dog toys um, from balls and bones uh, all the way up to a a two-in-one interactive toy that we call the Toss and Tug. Oh, cool. Tell me about the Toss and Tug. The Toss and Tug is actually our award-winning toy and was featured on Good Morning America last year, but it's actually the first in the industry. It's actually two toys in one where if you have it in the Frisbee format, you can actually toss it with your dog and it flies about 20 to 30 feet. And then you can actually change it into a tug toy where you can tug with one dog or two dogs or two dogs can tug on their own. Wow, that's pretty cool. How how does that work? It actually it's a it's a circular shape and the center has a um, a spine through the middle and if you it's on the back of our packaging and on our website but if you hold it in a particular way and basically just rotate your wrists towards the floor it actually turns into a tugging device where there's got two ends for the dog and a handle for the uh, the owner. Oh, very cool. And they're super tough. So, and you said virtually indestructible. Right. Well, so, nothing's indestructible, okay. but uh, <laughs> we think we've come up with the most the most durable material on the market, and we actually guarantee our toys. So if you were to buy one and have an issue with it, you send it back to us, and we will send you a new one. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. And tell me, how did you come up with the idea? Did you, did you have a dog that was constantly ripping up all his toys the first I day actually, he got him? Yeah, I've actually got a uh, 11-year-old European Golden Retriever who about eight years ago was destroying everything we would buy him. Uh-huh. And one day he got tired of the toys and took apart our wall. So oh. I figured there's got to be something better out there. <laughs> okay. 
So tell me about your test process. I bet you had a lot of interesting adventures trying to come up with the perfect toys. Well, yeah, I mean, first we focused on the material because, I mean, there are so many materials out there that say that they are indestructible or say they're the most durable or whatnot, and we thought we could come up with something better, and we actually thought it would be a pretty quick process, and uh, it took us about four and a half years. But the testing was about 32 different formulations of the material and designs of the toys, and we utilized um, actually abused and um, neglected dogs out of a San Diego shelter that were like pit bulls, Rottweilers, uh, bull mastiffs. So okay. we would tweak the material, give them some samples, they would destroy them, and then we'd go back and tweak it a little bit more, and they would last <laughs> longer, and tweak a little bit more, and they'd last longer. And finally got to the point where we thought we had it good enough to bring it to the marketplace, and we launched it uh, November 2011. Oh, okay. And did your golden retriever get a chance to play with some of these? Yeah, he was one of the test dogs. Um, Duke Duke got all the toys and still has a ton more. uh, (laughs) Now, I know some toys that are really, really strong also tend to be pretty hard and maybe not as attractive to some dogs. What makes your toys attractive to dogs? Well, a couple things. One, a lot of those really, really tough toys are actually hard plastic, and ours isn't. It's actually a, a proprietary blend that we call bionic rubber. Mm-hmm. So it has give to it, which is nice. Okay. It also has crevices where you can put, like, peanut butter or treats into it, so it oh. keeps them occupied. Okay, okay. That's yeah. a good thing. I think um, that type of toy is especially good for people who have pets who suffer from separation anxiety because if you give them something that keeps their mind off of it and keeps them interested in the toy, then they kind of forget that you're taking off and they're real excited about getting their peanut butter interactive toy. Right. And, and one of the nice things about the, these toys is that you can actually take the toys, fill them with peanut butter, freeze them overnight, and then give them to your dog in the morning, and it actually lasts even longer. So they're, they're even occupied for longer than the normal oh, toy would occupy them. wow. That's a great idea. Can yeah. somebody look at the toys? Do you have photos of them online? Yeah, everything's on bionicplay.com. Bionicplay.com, okay. Right, including our newest line of toys that are coming out next month. But, uh, yeah, there's 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 pictures of all the toys. There's pictures of dogs interacting with the toys on there. Our Facebook page has pictures as well. Um, and that's that there's, there's stuff everywhere. We have a Pinterest page as well. Everything you can try and you can find through Bionic Play. Okay, and are they also available at pet stores? They are. Yeah, that's where most of our toys are actually sold. We're in about 300 pet stores in North America today. Uh, oh, okay. All all of the more low-key, um, we're not in any of the big box stores. We're kind all of right. keeping it more to the uh, the smaller store chains and the, and the smaller one-off unique stores. Oh, that's really nice. And another thing that you do that I'm really impressed by is you are helping out a local animal shelter, the Irvine Animal Care Center. Can you tell me about that? Well, yeah, based, based on the fact that the office that I work out of is actually based in Irvine, California, and the fact that we, are, being a dog toy company, want to help dogs, we donate toys to the Irvine Animal Care Shelter as well as a care shelter in Minneapolis where our corporate headquarters is based. Okay. And we've had an ongoing relationship with both of those just because because our toys are, are so durable and you can actually put them in the dishwasher and you can freeze them. It kind of allows shelters to get more use out of them than the normal toy because they can clean them and reuse them with a different dog. Once the once the dogs have been adopted and uh, new dogs come in, they get a lot more use out of the toys. Oh, that's excellent. And I think it's so nice for dogs and shelters to have toys because it's a stressful environment. 
And if they have something like a nice dog bed and some toys to play with and a blanket, it just makes them feel so much more comfortable. And, and I really like that you guys are helping out in that regard. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty hard for those dogs to be stuck there. And if they have something to chew on, and then and, and they will be even more relaxed when someone comes in to see them and possibly get adopted as well. So. And it seems like you also have some kind of donation program on Facebook. We do. For every 100 followers we get, we then donate a case of toys to um, a different shelter, not necessarily here in Irvine or Minneapolis, but just kind of randomly across the country so that we introduce our toys to new shelters and new dogs that haven't had a chance to see them in the past. Wow, that is really cool. Tell me... What made you decide, other than your destructive dog, your golden retriever, what made you decide to take this to a career level? I mean, this is something you're really invested in. Yeah, I, I just had seen, I mean, it was so funny with all the toys that, that he was destroying that I thought, well, <laughs> I had a background in rubber and plastic of myself, so I figured our engineers and our designers and our chemists, this would be easy for them, so... Our parent company out of Minneapolis is actually the ones that have the chemists and designers, and we went there and thought it would be easy. And so I've actually been very lucky in the fact that I didn't have to give up my day job to, to do this as well. So. Oh, okay. So this isn't your, your sole career then, but this is something that you're invested in because it's something that you enjoy. Exactly. I see. Okay. Okay. I'm coming up with the, the best of both worlds here. Now, the plastic or the rubber that you guys are using, that's completely non-toxic. Yeah, it's 100% FDA-approved materials. Dogs, if they if they are able to be one of the less than 5% of dogs that can get through it, you'll just have an orange surprise for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they'll be totally fine. It's FDA. It's recyclable. So when you're done with it, you can throw it into your, your recycle trash can, and, the, and the, the people at the dump will take care of it for you. Um, okay. it's, a, it's a really nice thing that, I mean, we're really excited about the material we've come up with, and we're not done perfecting it. We continue to work on it on a daily basis. Well, you were mentioning that you've got some brand-new products coming out. Can you talk a little bit about them, or are they still top secret until your release date? No, we've actually put some pictures of them on our website. Um, Again, that's bionicplay.com, but it's called the Urban Stick. And basically what we've done is there's been a lot of research and a lot of interest that on our part on how you can get dogs to, to play with items that won't hurt them. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason all of our toys have holes in them is because if they do swallow them, they'll still be able to breathe in the vet and get them out. Oh, excellent idea. Well, the, the thing that we're seeing is that dogs are doing a lot of stick chewing, especially out in the country, and they get splinters, or if they're playing with their owners, they can get actually impaled, or their, their throats or their cheeks can get cut. And we thought, well, why don't we come up with a stick-type design that incorporates our material that will be safe for dogs, but will still give them the feeling of playing with a, a stick. Mm-hmm. So we've come up with four new sizes that we're actually launching next year, next month at Global Pet Expo, uh-huh. and we're just calling it an urban stick. So either if you're in the country and you don't want your dog chewing on a stick, or if you live somewhere like New York or Chicago where there's not a lot of trees to pull sticks off of, mm-hmm. your dog can still have that innate uh, ability to play with what they think is a really fun toy. Oh, that's awesome. Steve, I have an assignment for you. And okay. you can take it if you choose. But I have a parrot in addition to my dogs and my cats. And oh. my parrot loves toys, too. And he steals my dog's toys all the time. And he destroys them in probably under five minutes. Okay. <laughs> so here is your assignment if you choose to accept it. 
come up with an indestructible parrot toy that a parrot would enjoy playing with. And it needs to be interactive, too, because they're very, very intelligent. That is, you, you are literally like the 30th person that said that to us in the last <laughs> two years. <laughs> okay, well, then I expect to see it come out soon. <laughs> yeah, we've actually had people that have bought our balls and threaded throat, a rope through them uh-huh. and then tied off the end and put, like, two or three balls on there and then tied it inside their cages and just let their parrots go to town on the balls. And they've said that that's lasted a lot longer than anything else they've ever given them. Oh, very cool. Well, I'm going to have to give that a try and tell you how it works out. Steve, let's, before I let you go, uh, your website one more time. It's uh, www.bionic, B-I-O-N-I-C, play.com. Excellent. We need to take a quick pet place break now, but be sure to stay with us because Bill Converse is waiting in the wings to talk about how pet lovers who are allergy sufferers can breathe comfortably again without having to give up their pets. This and more are just ahead after a break here on K-Mozart. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is Bill Converse from Critter Zone USA. Welcome to the Pet Place, Bill. Thanks for having me today. Critter Zone USA, that's a very interesting name. Uh, Tell me about your company. Well, we're a brand-new company uh, with a long history of air purification, and uh, we have the... Dealt with air purification for many, many years, and we decided that now we really needed to make a product that was uh, aimed specifically at critters because it really is all critters dogs, cats, gerbils, hamsters, snakes, <laughs> birds. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I could think of a lot of reasons why you would need uh, air purification for a pet owner, and one of the big problems I know for a lot of people is allergies. Can you tell me, does anything that you offer help people who suffer from allergies who still want to be pet owners? Well, it really is kind of the base that we came from. Uh, We've been dealing with uh, people that uh, have allergies that are caused by things in their environment for a long time. And pets, of course, are notorious for having uh, some form of uh, a residue that's associated with them. Uh, cats, dogs especially, but even things like birds uh, are suffering, not only suffer, but also cause the people that have them to suffer because the things that they shed stay in the air so long and are so difficult to get rid of. And our product, CritterZone, is aimed specifically at that. And people have found that even if they've got one person in the family that they know is allergic to, to say, a cat, for example, uh, that they can put a unit like this in their house, uh, and by getting rid of the, of the allergen or at least disabling it, uh, the, that person is not uh, nearly as sensitive, and in most cases they can even have a, a cat or a kitty or a dog that they never thought they could have. Wow, that's fabulous. You know, it, it just makes me so upset when I see people turning in their pets in animal shelters or worse, just abandoning them because someone in the family has allergies. In fact, my daughter works at an animal shelter, and and recently a woman came in and and dropped off her cat that she's had for 10 years because she has a new boyfriend who's allergic and told her to get rid of the cat, which for me, you get rid of the boyfriend before you get rid of the cat. 
Well, that's true. But, but you know, it's kind of interesting that, uh, uh, that people have, have reactions uh, like that when they know that somebody is going to be allergic and yet you still have to get rid of the pet. Uh, but a lot of times even just uh, the, the, the warming up to a pet and the adopting of the pet emotionally has an awful lot to do with a very uh, low uh, allergic reaction. I was involved in a study a number of years ago that said that there's a big di- divide between people who hate cats and people who love cats mm-hmm. really has to do with a low-level allergic reaction to them because cat dander is so powerful. And it turns out that most people who just say they don't like cats really do have a small allergic reaction to them. Oh. And so they're, it's really based in some fact. But if you can, if you can change that allergen in, in any way at all, uh, then it is it, still physically there, but the people don't react to it anymore. Wow. So tell me how the Critter Zone works. Well, we work very much like uh, nature works outdoors. Uh, it's a very, very tiny device, and we don't blow a lot of air around for sure, but what we do is that we try to restore the energy back into the air that allows the air to clean itself. And uh, that sounds kind of simple, and it is fairly complex, uh, but the the idea we took from nature, because sunlight really provides that same kind of thing outdoors mm-hmm. and creates a whole series of chemical reactions and physical reactions, uh, electrostatic reactions, uh, that take all of the small particles that are floating in our environment, uh, either get them to settle out of the air or change them, alter them chemically, uh, oxidize them, reduce them. There's a whole series of reactions that take place. And all we've done is just found a way to electronically do that indoors. And so we're never exactly 100% sure what all the reactions are that are taking place, but it's so natural we just don't even worry about it. It's just like having outdoors brought indoors. Wow. Tell me what the success rate does it, for somebody who has severe allergies, is this going to really be a life changer for them that will allow them to have pets? In many cases, it will. You know, if somebody is super allergic, it may not totally cure all of the problem because there's still a lot of things that you need to do that are just common sense kinds of things to do to to hold them down. But for most people who have allergic reactions, who would make the decision not to have a pet or to to have a a non traditional pet, I know. There are, there are people who have a, uh, an iguana because they think it's less of a contaminant than a kitten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you can make whatever choices you want to make. It will improve the environment and improve your ability to have a pet uh, very, very dramatically. And in most cases, you would probably say it totally got rid of the problem. Wow. You said it's a real small unit. Will it take? Do you have to have more than one if you have two stories? Tell me how it all works. Yeah, in general, because what you're dealing with is having to treat the air as it circulates through the house uh, or through whatever environment you've got, because a lot of people have pets at work now. Um, but the uh, And so this unit is really only about a 3 by 4 by 5 inch uh, device. It's not very big at all. It, it doesn't consume a lot of power. It only consumes about 4 watts of power. Oh, okay. And essentially, you can put them anywhere without... Uh, changing wiring, changing uh, power consumption, changing ventilation. And if you've got a house that's kind of broken up into um, a lot of small rooms, you're probably going to want to have more than one. We recommend usually 
that people uh, take a look at having two, uh, especially if they're doing it for allergic uh, reasons, mm -hmm. allergy reasons. Okay. So you put one down by where the pet is most of the time, near the litter box or the bed, and then you put the other one up where uh, the person who's allergic uh, is sleeping, and uh, that way they get a whole night full of a time when their body is able to recover from the reactions that they've been having. Okay. And that, that makes probably the ideal situation. That sounds great. Do you have a website where somebody can actually look at the units and, and read more about what they do and how they do it? Absolutely. Uh, www.critterzoneusa.com. Okay. And about how much are the units, roughly? They retail for $89, but there's no filters to buy, no chemicals to use. Uh, once you bought it, you bought it, and they're, uh, you're going to have three to five years of uh, wonderful experience with them, and by that time they'll be obsolete and somebody want a new one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're constantly improving your models then? We do. We have, we have a whole series of things because this whole field of allergies and allergic reactions and home environments is so big and it's getting uh, getting more complex all the time with what's in our environment and it allows us to continue to make improvements. Let me ask you something that's related. It doesn't have to do with allergies, but I know that some pets have pretty strong odors and older pets as they become incontinent tend to, to make the house smell bad as well. Does your product take care of pet odors also, or is it just for allergies? No, it, it absolutely uh, deals with odors. And, in fact, I think more, probably more people buy it for odor control than they do uh, for the allergies. But it's really kind of one and the same thing because odors are caused by the chemicals on the skin, just like uh, on a human. If you let all those things accumulate a little bit, uh, they start to... Uh, bacteria starts to work on them, and that's where you start to get the odor. And so by controlling uh, the the air that reaches the animal's skin or the human skin or the bird's skin, uh, wherever it gets to, uh, you're able to to control that odor. Mm -hmm. And as far as uh, one of the most objectionable things usually has to do uh, with little accidents that pets tend to have uh, where they... Uh, uh, urinate on the carpet or they uh, decide that they're going to mark the carpet or something like that. And uh, if you go to our website, you'll see a very clever way of uh, being able to get rid of that odor once and for all so the pet will never go back there and think that's where it's supposed to go. Oh, that's fabulous because pets do tend to go back to the same place where they've had an accident, and I know that's a big training issue for lots of people. So if this product will help with that also, that's quite something. One of our very first uh, subjects was somebody that had a, a dog that just was bound determined to go back to the same spot on the carpet, and they had tried every cure, uh, both, uh, both purchased and uh, homemade, uh, to try to get rid of that. And we had them uh, just take the uh, little tiny unit that had a cord on it, and we uh, asked them to just moisten the carpet and Put it, uh, put the unit down on the carpet, and leave it there for about 20 minutes. And uh, when it was gone, the odor was gone, the stain was gone, and uh, the, the dog hasn't come back in three months since they've uh, uh, tried it. Wow. They, uh, if there's another reason the dog wants to go back, he just likes that spot. They'll go back, but they mm -hmm. won't go back because of the odor. Very interesting. What kind of research went into developing the product? 
I'm sorry? What kind of research went into developing the product? How did you guys come up with the idea? Well, I've been involved in, in odor control and indoor environmental issues uh, for close to 30 years. Okay. And over the years, I think we have run into about every kind of, of uh, bad issue uh, and, and bad problem that we could possibly have. It took us, uh, the, I used basically the 30 years of experience that we had and what's available now technology-wise uh, to put together uh, something we've known and have been able to, uh, to use for years. The old products used to cost five, six, seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. and they were big yeah. and they were noisy mm-hmm. and the modern technology uh, just allowed us to shrink them down and get them affordable. So these are pretty quiet units, then. Yeah, you can you can have one in your bedroom right beside your ear, and you'll never know it's running. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Well, you know, I'm always excited to find out about products that will help people keep their pets if they're allergy sufferers because I want pets to stay in their homes forever. So I am so glad that you stopped by the pet place today and let our listeners know about this. Let's give your website out one more time before we say goodbye. www.com. CritterZoneUSA.com. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And it is time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, be ready for Pet Place news and events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place radio show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place news and events. Hey, do your kids love to write poetry? Well, grab a pen and paper because here is a great opportunity for them. The American Pet Products Association just announced the opening of its fifth annual Children's Poetry Contest. Third through eighth grade students are invited to write a unique poem about their own pets, what they love about them, the joys they bring, and anything else inspired by their pets and then enter their work by February 22nd online at www.petsadlife.org, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash petsadlife, or by mailing poems and submission forms to Pets Ad Life at 661 Sierra Rose Drive, Reno, Nevada, 89511. One student from each grade level nationwide will win a $250 gift certificate for pet products and a byline in a nationally circulated publication. In addition, the six winning students' classrooms will each receive a $1,000 scholarship to spend on pet-related education. It's great stuff, so check it out. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spare or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. <laughs>